Welcome to the fourth instalment of 3FM Meets, our weekly podcast where we catch up with people of interest from all walks of life, be it film, TV, music, or in the case of this week's guest, sport. This week, we're chatting to local legend Connor Cummins, a.k.a. the two-metre man, a.k.a. the Ramsey Rocket, but most importantly, the fastest ever Manxman to take to the Mountain TT course. To start things off, I ask Connor what life is like in the other 50 weeks of the year when he's not putting it all on the line in pursuit of TT glory compared to the two weeks that we actually raced around the Isle of Man it's a bit boring actually <laughs> um, it's it's just back to normal life which obviously it's not boring uh, nothing comes close to doing the TT we've got two weeks of pure adrenaline emotion anxiety maybe and just pure focus it's uh, so when you come out of racing six lap races around a TT course come out the other side of the fortnight back into normal life outside of TT it's it's a much much more slower pace so yeah it's a little bit uh, <laughs> a little bit boring <laughs> you've been about seven years now where, where you've had a very clearly defined sort of like second life with coffee man in terms yep. of you split your professional life in half I guess so you you coffee man for the majority of the year and then Connor Cummins TT star for, for those that short period. So how has that helped in terms of easing the transition back into normality outside of racing? It's good. Uh, I think having two two sort of focuses really helps give a bit of balance through your day-to-day. Uh, if I'm not racing bikes, I'm running my, my coffee man business. And if I'm not running my coffee man business, I'm racing my bikes. It's sort of the, the, the little bit of to and fro and really helps me have a, a good sort of sense of balance in day to day. But more importantly, and above anything else, I've got my own my own family, which is my ultimate priority. And yeah, it's uh having that in my life is just amazing. It's uh I think every parent would say the same thing. But they they're my ultimate focus and that's what that's what I get up every day and go to work, go to race my bike. Um it's who I do it for, and then myself. So at what point of the year do you begin to get back into that, that hyper-focus needed for, for the prep for, for TT and your race season in general? Yeah, so we finished TT, and it's um, we would then do the remaining uh, BSB rounds. as uh, There's a possibility that that happens. Uh, and then by the time October comes around, uh, which is the end of the, which marks the end of the year or racing season. A little bit of downtime, like so now we're on the run up to Christmas. So you you sort of chill out and have a bit of time with friends, family, and whatnot. You know, going to be open, have a few beers, and eat probably too much food. And then it's a case of just turn of the year. That's when the the serious prep starts again. So back in the gym, uh, I was fortunate this year with uh, using the uh, being able to use the sports. Institute uh, facility uh, through Alaman Sports and um, training with Trevor Christian there. So there's hopefully that's available again for next year to get myself back in shape after Christmas. How difficult is it nowadays to be a full time? Say you didn't have Coffee Man in your life, how difficult would it be for you to sustain a, a family life and everything as being solely a, a road racer? Um, if I was. <laughs> 
if I was to solely rely on my racing, I I probably couldn't afford to do the things, do most things. Uh, it's it's a phenomenal sport to be involved with, and very very lucky to be able to do it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, put it this way: I'd like it to be more lucrative, <laughs> if I could put it that way. Um, do do you think that's going to come with with you know? <clears throat> it seems year on year more people are tuning in, and you know you've got the live coverage now, so it's reaching a bigger audience. So really, that, that should mean that the coffers expand as well, or or is that not necessarily the case? I think that is the ultimate aim for sure to to make the event bigger than what it is now, and it's huge as it is. Working with the TT guys is been a, a phenomenal experience they they really do mean serious business and they're really making the event excel the plans that they've got is just i'm i'm really excited to see where the tt goes i'm a i suppose i'm like a a big tt fan with the the privilege of actually getting to race it i love it uh but you know we're the ones put on the show and uh i i just hope that we do in the future, benefit from it, and I've known the plans that the, the TT have got in place for future. I've, I've no doubt that the event is going to get bigger, and riders and everyone around it will do will do better at it as well. So, um, fingers crossed for that that happens. Um, I know I'll support the event till <laughs> till whenever. I love it, and um, yeah, I'm a big supporter. When you had your uh, your accident <clears throat> back in 2010, was it 2010? That's right. Yeah. 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 You know, you had a, a scutch of people who thought you were mad to want to get back on the bike, but you, you did. You know, you, you recovered from some pretty hellish injuries in freakish time, really. Yeah. You were back on the following TT, weren't you? That's right. Um, so I was back on a bike within nine months yeah. of having uh, bust quite badly my, my, my back. Numerous injuries, serious injuries, which could have had I have, have left them. Uh, really could have put me on a different path entirely. Uh, but I really wanted to, my passion for motorcycle racing sort of came through there and that that drove me to get back on the bike nine months later and then I wasn't entirely 100% fit at that stage. Looking back, it was maybe a little bit too early. I was just so driven to, to get back racing again. I suppose I had the carrot dangled in front of me having led a race and been in in the in the hunt and the hunger even though i was in such bad shape in hospital and went through some again looking back some pretty serious dark days to come i was very fortunate to come through that really i think having a having a goal really set me on that on a path to 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 try and achieve my goals again so yeah it was um a, a hellish time yeah there was some naysayers floating around but what I have learned is that's you, you get that in day-to-day life anyway. I think I didn't really give it a second thought. I knew what I wanted to achieve, and I was going to get back on the bike no matter what. So, yeah, it was quite a trying time. Uh, do you ever contemplate sort of life without the bikes? You know, do you, do you ever have moments where you just think, I don't know, after an off or something like that, creaks, aches and pains? Or is that just not even part of the the conversation at the moment? No, don't get me wrong. I think we're ticking clock. Really, we're, we're getting older every day, and I'm probably in 
in the, in the grand scheme of, of waking up of a morning and feeling a bit achy here and there, I'm probably that past being a bit accelerated for me with with, with injuries and that it does happen. You know, I'm aches and pains in the morning. It's a fact. It's 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 there. Um, I just deal with it, and it never really makes me think I want to retire. It's certainly not going to be a mental thing that makes me stop from stop racing bikes. It's it's probably going to be in my body. But right now, despite the aches and pains, I'm okay, and I'm still ready to to fight fight you know till I achieve what I want to achieve, which would be picking up that win. Yeah, I, I, I get out of bed when I, to go training. Um, all the effort I put into go training is all direct to that. Putting all that energy into winning a TT, that's what I want to achieve. Back to whenever I smashed myself up there in 2010, that was part of the the, the drive, a massive part of the drive. I was so close and it, it sort of whipped away from me, but you've just got to ride it out, take the rough of the smooth, and yeah, that goal still cemented in my my head. It it seems like uh, for uh, you know I certainly wouldn't class myself as a as a road race uh, fanatic or expert, and for, it's probably down to you that I've become more interested in it uh, and through career, be it here or at the pub. But it seems like there's possibly the toughest sort of mix of of races going in terms of there's so many people at a similar level. It just seems that there's more potential winners than ever at the minute. I don't know if if that's yeah yeah. No, you, of you, course, you, I class you as one of those as well. <laughs> no, but it just seems to be such a tough pack. The, the there. depth is there. The depth is is, is there, and it's, uh, it's there's more riders, as you say, getting putting themselves into the mix. Years ago, there was probably one or two riders who just clear off into the distance, and that was the end of that. Uh, the race is done after one or two laps. Whereas now we're we're, we're getting closer and closer. The, it's coming down to like the last lap. Last few corners, maybe um, the the gaps are coming right down. The, the racing's a lot closer. It's certainly more exciting, um, which is what the the fans want to see. I think as long as we've got close racing and the excitement's there, the events is going to get bigger and better. What what's TT twenty four looking like for you as we speak? Um, at the minute, I haven't finalised my plans at all for for next for twenty twenty four. I'm still very much in the throes of it all. Um, yeah, there's nothing concrete at the minute. So probably wait until the new year to see what exactly is happening for 24. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Thanks as always to Connor for taking time out of his busy schedule as the island's most beloved supplier of great coffee. We can't wait to see what 2024 brings for him. And of course, we have everything crossed to see him back on that podium next June. Join us again next week as we get tips on how to cook the perfect Christmas dinner with the star of The Apprentice and social media legend Tom Skinner. See you then.